Yo, 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 what's up? What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? I want to welcome you all to the So What You're Saying podcast. Of course, I am your host, Willie Will, here again. Sorry there was a day switch, but of course, if you read my post, uh, work really doesn't believe that we have other things to do in our lives, but it's okay. It's okay. We'll get through it. We're here on a Saturday evening. I want to welcome those of you who are going to watch, who have watched, who are going to watch later on, who are going to listen to the audio version. I want to thank you all for joining me. It is a wonderful Saturday evening. Uh, I was off today from work. I was well-rested, pretty excited, glad that uh, I'm here. Alive and blessed to see another day. So, what do we have for you on today's show? So, today's show, we're going to talk about this whole Drake thing and the cops filming outside of the Apollo with this uh, filming the the uh, filming the people after the Drake concert. Um, I have my own little feelings about that. Um, I kind of feel like that a lot of things need to be said about it. But, of course, like all things, it's just my opinion. And anything other than that, again, is just my opinion. Also, I'm gonna, we're going to talk about this Tyree Nichols uh, murder. Rest in peace to Tyree Nichols. But we're going to, I'm going to give you something that, um, excuse me, most people may not think is, is, is a logical thing. But I think there's a double standard going on. No matter what, you're going to find out my feelings, my standings about the whole situation. But there is, to me, a little double standard going on, and I'm going to make sure I personally um, make sure that um, I give you my reasoning behind it. Uh, that's going to coincide with, of course, my Get the Fuck Out of Here award for the week, and also I'm going to give you a preview of my top 50 of song hip-hop songs, my top 50 hip-hop songs. I'm going to give you my criteria and all that going on um, because I want people to understand. But this is going to be five honorable mentions. They are going to be songs that just didn't make it because, and I'm going to give you the reasons why they didn't make my 50 favorites. Um, but like I said, I'm going to use my criteria. I'm going to break it down. It all starts next week, Friday, 6 p.m. Join us and, you know, we'll get the list started. But as always, before I could definitely get started this week, got to let you know where you can find us at. Of course, as always, you got to know where to find us at, especially starting next week. Even this week, 
because I would like to hear everybody's opinions about what I got what I got to say. And of course, that's how I feel about your opinions when you disagree with me on my list. Because, of course, it's my list. But again, I'm going to give you my criteria. But, of course, got to let you know where you can find me. So, like always, every week, you can email us at so what you say five dot at gmail.com. That's S-O-W-T-U-S-A-Y-I-N-5 at gmail.com. You can also find us at So What You Saying on Facebook, So What You Saying on Instagram, So What You Saying on Twitch. Please follow me on Twitch. Let's get these followers up. Let's get this channel going. Let's also get the uh, our Facebook page popping so we can break algorithms and all other good stuff. But always, as always, if you can't just find us anywhere, you can go to my link tree. So what you're saying, you can find us anywhere going with that. So, I want to... No, I want to know how everybody's weekend is going. Um, how everybody's week, how everybody's week has gone. I'm, I'm sure people have, you know, had interesting weeks. I have, as always. My week is always interesting, um, especially when it comes to my job. Unfortunately, it is what it is, but it's my job, and gotta make sure that I'm there every week, like always. Every day, like always. And like I said, got to do what I got to do. So, again, how's everybody weekend going? How's everybody week is gone? You know, let's get it. I hope everybody's week has gone well. You know, no tragedies, nothing like that. So where do we begin? Where do we begin? You know, I'm going to begin with this whole thing with uh, with Drake and this concert. Let's start here. So here you can see uh, one of the NYPD, uh, part of the community task force, taking video and pictures outside of the Apollo, and if any of you don't know, that's on 125th Street in Harlem, after the Drake concert this, uh, I guess it was last week or this past week, but it's happened already, so it was live at the Apollo. Um, Before I get into what I'm going to say about this, uh, I hope for a speedy recovery for the fan who fell out of the rafter out of the balcony at the Apollo hurt themselves. Uh, according to reports, the uh, the fan will be okay. Uh, there's not they're not they're not seriously injured, but they will be okay. But let me start with this, and let me get to how I feel about this whole thing. First, my first thing is this. People record other people every day. 
that are not NYPD officers. Now this is a big, giant, humongous issue. I'm not understanding why that's an issue because personally it's like, okay, people have their phones out or in their phones recording everything, uh, recording stupidness. Even I do it. I'm not even going to lie. There's some stuff that happens on, on the train every day, and I'll be wanting to record it. I'll be forgetting to pull my phone out, but half the time when I'm on the train, I'm on my way home or I'm on my way to work, and I don't even want to be bothered. I don't had a long day or I'm dreading a long day, whatever it may be, and I see people always on their phone recording this, recording that. So because this is a concert with a lot of black people, a lot of black and brown people, if you want to say, and this is a big issue, okay, let me start by saying this. There was a better way for this officer to do what he did because I feel like You know, the moment you pull your camera out, you have that NYPD shield on, you're always doing something wrong. Always. Like the way the 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 the, the NYPD and the people have no real connect when when they should, don't get me wrong. We have made it like that, but the NYPD hasn't helped the issue either and people be like oh how we do that we don't know because first of all we shouldn't be putting ourselves in positions where the NYPD have to beat our ass or shoot us or do anything illegal to cause us as people harm they're there to serve and protect us so there's no reason why we should you know what I'm saying, be putting ourselves in positions to have the police be bothering us. Now, granted, again, there's things that um, the NYPD have done to us that don't help the situation, that have made us distrustworthy of or not trustworthy of the NYPD. But, again, us as black and brown people, we have not helped ourselves in the situation either. So, granted, that whole thing could have been done so much differently. So much differently. Because, again, now you've got people talking about, oh, they're spying on you, they're spying on you. Nobody's spying on us. Why do people think we are that important that they want to spy on us. I want people to understand something. If they wanted to spy on us, the one thing we own, that everybody owns, right here, your smartphone, it has GPS, it is a computer. It's the one thing that everybody owns. That if they wanted to spy on us, it would be easy. Easy as hell. I mean, so you're saying, and and this is coming from 
a report I saw in uh, the New York Post from uh, a Democratic uh, congresswoman here in New York talking about the police officer was spying on us. What the hell? Why would he? What? What they got to spy on us for? We all own smartphones. All of us. Not one of us don't own a smartphone. Not one of us. We all own a smartphone. If they wanted to spy on us, there it goes. All they got to do is punch it up, and they got you. People, stop thinking we're that important to be spied on. And then, let's go to the next thing. Okay, why are you scared of being spied on? What are you doing that you... What are you doing? If you're not doing anything, then you shouldn't have no issues. You should be good. I'm good. I ain't doing nothing illegal. I go to work every day. I pay my taxes. I take care of my child. I do my podcast every week. Whether it's people like it or it's controversial or not. I'm doing everything. I'm not doing nothing. <clears throat> excuse me. Nothing wrong. So why do I why should I feel any way when a cop is outside of a concert? A big concert at that. Let let let's be make this perfectly clear. Drake is one of the is now the biggest artist in the world. Wherever that man goes, everybody travels. I'm pretty sure there was people in the Apollo that weren't even New Yorkers that were at that concert that were very much very much watching that concert. So why wouldn't NYPD want to get some flicks for their Twitter? for their community Twitter page, for their their, 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 their community NYPD page. Why? Why, would, why wouldn't they? And as long as we, as people, came together, had a good time, left, no issues, no fights, you know what I'm saying? Again, the, the fan did fall out the balcony, and that was unfortunate, and I'm sorry that that happened to that fan. But again, if we're not doing anything illegal, we're not, you know, we, we went, everybody had a good time, everybody enjoyed themselves, everybody did their thing, enjoyed Drake, enjoyed 21 Savage, especially I got to give a big up to Drake for knowing where he was at and bringing out the dip set. So got to give him much love for that. And, you know, knowing what he was doing, you know what I'm saying, knowing the area he was in. So if everybody had a good time, nobody was, there was no fights, there was no shooting, none of that. What is the issue with the NYPD getting a few shots to make sure that, you know, 
It all looks, co- it all, you know what I'm saying, on their Twitter page, their community Twitter page, their community NYPD page. What is the big issue? What did you, what are you doing? What, and what makes you so important that they got to be spying on you at a concert? That makes no sense to me. None whatsoever. Now, not defending the police, but let me put it to you this way. I've said this a million times where it comes to the police. That in order for them not to, for this not to look the way it looks, in order for this not to come off the way it's come off, then what they need to do, what they need to do is be a little more conspicuous with it. And on top of that, I feel like they need to, you know, have a better relationship with us. Because if they did, do you think this would have been an issue? Personally, I don't. Because at the end of the day, I feel like had they had this been anything else, it would have been a non non problem. Now, I will say this: my tune will change. Will change if it's not just if it's this and then. Because last night, as I was coming home from work, there was something going on in um in Grand Central Station, and I know that. That probably wouldn't be NYPD. That would be more the Port Authority police because they're the ones that uh, uh, police Grand Central Station. But I'm pretty sure there was there were NYPD there to support the Port Authority police. So my my my, my tune will change if there weren't anybody there from the NYPD doing the same thing they were doing at this Drake concert or the next event that's not. A, bl- a big black and brown event that they don't do the same thing because then now it does look suspicious. Don't get me wrong. I feel like, you know, right now that we should just take it the way it is because of the fact that, okay, you know what I'm saying? Yes, he was out there. Yes, he could have been a little more conspicuous, so it, it does look kind of funny. But he was out there, and he was, you know, he basically was in a spot, you know, taking video, getting ready to put it on Twitter, you know, upload it, all that good stuff. And, again, he could have did, did better and did it differently, but I still think that's really not a big issue. As long as you're not doing nothing, again, not doing nothing illegal, Nobody has no reason to spy on you. Nobody has the reason to spy on a concert. Why? Wow, but what does he think he gonna find? Y'all gonna find somebody selling pounds and, and ounces at a concert? Come on, come on, please, please, come on, come on. Again, I think the NYPD could have did this better, but people stop making so much of a big issue about it because I feel like. As long as we were there together in peace, solidarity, 
we were all in there chilling, not having a big, you know, there was nothing there to that we that could that warranted the police being all up in there, a million squad cars and all that. As long as that was cool, we was cool. And there's not he's not doing nothing that nobody else wouldn't have done if they were out there. But again, if it's if they do this and then there's there's some upcoming events that are non black and brown people and they're only taking you know, only got somebody out there doing it. And I got a question for you, NYPD, for real, because you're already on the hot seat. You might want to, you know, turn this down some and look credible in this situation, because if you're not, yeah, we, we'll have a reason to scream, hoot, holler, and all that. So that's my thoughts on this whole Drake thing. Again, I'm not, I don't feel like that was such a big issue. I thought people were just making more of it than they should have, and we should have people. We should we just move on, just move on until you see something different, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll move on to the next thing. All right. So my next story is going to coincide with my get the fuck out of here award. Because I need people to understand something. Hold on one second. Let me see. Oh, okay. The audio is all the way up. Okay. So I I want people to understand where I'm coming from when I give this award. And when I um, say what I got to say about the whole situation. So, wait, let me just move on to here. Let's get the... So, as everybody has well known by now, five officers were fired, arrested, and charged with murder. The murder of Tyree Nichols. And I want people to understand, rest in peace, Tyree Nichols. Your your life was taken before you should have been, you know, before your life should have been taken. But what I want people to understand before I get into the whole situation, I want to give people background as to what actually went on. So, first, let's start with the video. This this, this news report, uh, wait, hold on, coming from, let me make sure, WREG. News Channel 3. Let me give credit to that. Again, WREG News Channel 3 um, for this report. And here we go. 
while each of the five individuals played a different role in the incident in question, the actions of all of them resulted in the death of Tyree Nichols, and they are all responsible. The district attorney announces charges against five former Memphis police officers accused of killing Tyrese Nick, Tyree Nichols during a traffic stop. All of them taken into custody and charged with murder. I've devoted my life to this profession, and I'm grieved. Frankly, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm sickened by what I saw. The head of the TBI saying we shouldn't be here today after 30 years in law enforcement. He called the police video of the arrest appalling. Justice for Tyree! Justice for Tyree! An emotional tribute to Tyree Nichols held by friends at a skate park in Memphis with a candlelight visual for the avid skateboarder. Hello, I'm Greg Hurst. Hi, I'm Stephanie Skurlock. We have Team 3 coverage of the Tyree Nichols case tonight as the officers are officially charged. Some of those officers are already bonding out of jail. WREG's Ashley Paul is at the memorial service. All right, so if you don't know or you didn't hear anything, or your audio is all jacked up. Tyree Nichols was murdered by five police officers during a traffic stop in in Tennessee, in Memphis, Tennessee, I believe. Um, and um, they beat they basically beat his, beat him to death. And people are call, calling this worse than Rodney King. Now, the next video I'm going to play is body cam footage of what went on. I am going to caution people that this video is graphic. This video, there are, the video has, you know, language and is really not intended for kids. But I would like people to see this video and, you know, make their own judgments as to, and then I'll get into why I think there's a double standard. And don't don't think when I say what I say, I'm going one side or the other, but there is a double standard going on. And I want people to understand this. So once again, the, um, the body cam footage is graphic. There are, there's a lot of dirty words in it. Um, so this is not intended for kids. Uh, shout out to Joy Reid from the readout, MSNBC, for this report.
So, as you can now see, that is the body cam footage. There's more footage, but like I said, I'm uh, I'm just astonished by what I saw when I watched that body cam footage by the things. Oh, there was no sound? Hold on one second. Let me see something. I see why. There we go. Sorry about that. There wasn't no sound. But again, I'm going to play it again. Again, this is not for kids, but shout out to Joy Reid. Uh, MSNBC, the readout. Now you should have some sound. Here you go. To talk to, including um, the father um, of Tyree Nichols. So we're going to ask him to please hold on. But I do want to warn you, this is video with audio, body cam footage of um, what happened to uh, Tyree Nichols. Uh, so brace yourself and here it is. Hey, give me your hand. Give me your hand. Give me your hand. You want to get sprayed again? Watch out, watch out. Mom! Mom! Give me your hand. Give me your Give me your hand. Give me your body cam footage. Sorry you couldn't hear anything. I um I forgot to unmute the actual footage cuz uh unfortunately uh I was just doing everything other than what I should have been doing. <laughs> anyway, so there you go. That's the footage. Uh the five officers The five officers in question 
And let me make sure I get their names correct because I have them written down right here in front of me. Uh, Officer Tadarius Bean, Officer Demetrius Haley, Officer Emmett Martin III, Officer Desmond Mills Jr., and Officer Justice Smith. Those were the five officers involved in this incident. So first, before I get to giving out my award, let, let, let me make sure I tell people this. Give you this disclaimer. I am always for my own people. Always. I always want my people to grow, prosper, do big things. This is one of the reasons why I, you know, created the platform because I want us to do positive things. I want to be a positive person. I want to be a positive leader in my community. But these five officers, y'all ain't shit. And y'all made us, y'all make us look like fucking animals. Now, let me get to my double standard thing. My my double standard argument. Okay, so first of all, before I get to before I start I, I start down my my diatribe, let me make sure I let people know where I stand. I don't give a damn they was black, white, yellow, orange, green. These officers, they were fucking wrong. Wrong as two left shoes. They were wrong. There's there's no if ands or buts about it. They were wrong. The reason I'm bringing up the double standard argument is because I want people just to just to see the difference between the way they ha- handle things with black people and the way they handle things with white people. These five officers. Let me make sure I get this correct. So let me just look up the dates. Let me just make sure I make I get this right. Okay, so here we go. Okay, so on January 8th, Ty Nichols, Tyree Nichols was taken into police custody after a routine traffic stop. All right? So it is now January 28th. That is 20 days. 20 days since this all happened. Right? Now, as in comparison to to what happened with George Floyd, as comparison that what happened to the two people in Kenosha with Kyle Rittenhouse, in comparison to the uh, uh, Sandra Bland, uh, 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 any of these things where it involved a black person and a white police officer or white citizen. 
did you have did anybody notice that it took them only twenty days to fire and arrest all five of these black cops? But it took them forever. Forever to not only fire uh the guy that killed George Floyd, but arrest and charge him. Forever. But these black cops not only lost their job, but were arrested within 20 days. Within 20 days. I mean, that's got to be some type of fucking record. Within 20 days, these five black gentlemen who, again, were wrong as two left shoes. Wrong as fuck. There was no right to anything they did. They were wrong as hell. Wrong as all hell. But it only took them 20 days. 20 days to fire and arrest these cops. Okay, people think think I'm just being extra about it. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to just give you Okay, so George Floyd was murdered on May 25th by Derek Chauvin. Couldn't think of his name at that po- at the point, but he was murdered on May 25th, right? May 25th, 2020, mind you. Okay? Now, when was the day? Death, Derek Chauvin. Hold on one second. Because it only tells me the day his murder happened. Oh, Kidoki? Nearly killed. Blah, 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 blah. Martinez, blah, 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 put on trial, finally takes his charge. Okay, United States Justice Royal Granny. Okay, so essentially, essentially, it took them almost a year. Almost a year. 
to even put this man on trial. Okay? So, it was decided. Wait, 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 wait. Akron, murder of George Floyd. It was a counterfeit $20 bill. Derek Chauvin was arrested on May 29th. 2020. It took them, oh, actually, it took them shorter to get him. But I think that's only because we were protesting about this. But irregardless, look at look at it. Look at all this. Because I'm pretty sure I am pretty sure that it took them longer than this. Because they arrested him. They arrested these five black men and charged them with murder. It took, they already, they were already charged with murder. It took them, well, I guess five days to arrest Derek Chauvin. But his charges Were not he didn't he, they, he was arrested but wasn't really charged with nothing until April of the next year. April of the next year. Okay, okay, can somebody tell me what the problem is with this? April of the next year. Now, I read a lot of things. I listen to a lot of of uh, I guess you want to say. Uh, political and things about trials and all, all all these things. Like I'm really into what's going on with the uh, with uh, your boy Agent Orange, Donald Trump. So I'm really into what's going on and all the legal jargon and all that. So I do know that it takes time, but these guys are gonna be have already been charged. Two of them are out on bond, so they're already there's an indictment already out there. Could somebody tell me why it took them so long to get Derek Chauvin, but it took them 20 days to get these five black men? It took them forever to get the cops for Breonna Taylor, and she, they were only charged with shooting up the fucking wall. The guys, for, the, the, the guys that killed Ahmaud Arbery, I think they were caught they, they they about 20 about the same amount of time that these gentlemen maybe even longer who knows but you see the difference what I'm saying these guys were already uh, were uh, fired and arrested in the same exact day these guys were fired and arrested and already charged with a capital murder crime in the same exact day. Now, uh, believe you me, it's not going to take 
them a whole year to get this trial together. And it's not going to take them a whole year to convict these men. Because the, the, the video evidence, evidence is there. It's the same thing I, feel, I felt about when they went up with uh, Derek Chauvin. You have the evidence. You have the evidence. What's taking so long? The whole world done seen it. We know that the, they did an autopsy and the nigga was, it was your fault that y'all that beat the nigga ass and it was your fault that he died. So what's the problem? What's the problem? Can somebody tell me what the problem is? You know, I I, I would just want to want to know. Somebody tell me what the problem is. I mean, hey, look, they were wrong. They were wrong. That, that, that's the only thing I can say, and there's there's no helping them. Like I said, rest in peace to Tyree Nichols. I don't want anything to happen to anybody. I don't I, I don't like to see life life lost. But I also really don't like seeing black men go to go to jail. But these men deserve it. So to Darius Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin the third, Desmond Mills Jr. And Justice Smith, you all get... Get the fuck out of here! You know what? Get the fuck out of here! 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 One for each of them. One for each of them. And they all deserve it. They all deserve more, but I only gave them one. I'll give them more when they ask go to jail and be thrown under the jail for the rest of their damn life. Because that's really what's about to happen. All right, ladies and gentlemen. The show's almost over. I've had a great time talking my talk. A lot of people may not agree with what I may have to say but I can't I don't I can't I kind of don't give a fuck when it comes to that but I have one more thing to do and we're going to get to that to finish the show on a high note to finish the show beautifully to finish the show on a beautiful note but before we do that, well, as always, I cannot wait till next week when I we get it's the start of Black History Month, and I will start running down my fifty greatest hip hop songs. Now, before I even get into all that, gotta remember to let you know where to find me at at all times. So. As always, 
pay attention to the screen. As I change the screen, you can email me at so what you saying five at gmail.com. That's S O W T U S A Y I N five at gmail.com. Email me with anything you got to say about the show. Any email me at any improvements you can see me making. Constructive criticism. I'm all with it, all down for it. You can find me on Facebook at So What You're Saying. Find me on Instagram at So What You're Saying. Find me on Twitch at So What You're Saying. Let's get that Twitch popping. Let's get my Facebook popping. Let's get all the followers we can so we can make the platform, make it go viral, and, you know, get all the things that we need to get done. But, of, of course, as all else fails, if you can't find me on any of those platforms, you can always look up my link tree, so what you're saying, and you will find me everywhere. So, like I said, I'm going to finish finish the show like this. So, as you know, next week we'll start Black History Month. And as you, as I said earlier, this is the 50th anniversary of hip hop, which people who know me well know, I'm a big fan of hip hop. I have, that's my, you know, that's my go-to when it comes to anything. I love all types of music, but hip hop music has raised me pretty much, um, and it should be celebrated throughout Black History Month. It should be celebrated all year, if you ask me, because even now, even though I don't listen to it or listen to today's hip-hop, let me say that, because today's hip-hop is not kind of what I prefer, it now is the leading genre of music in the world. Like, artists like 21 Savage, Drake, uh, Kodak Black, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, Glorilla, all these artists are now huge internationally. Now, don't, don't get me wrong. Social media had a lot to do with it because, you know, people now have more of a presence on social media and do more things. But because we have, because we have, we can, because everything is good, now with everybody with hip hop now that hip hop is international and we make it go viral and all of the good stuff it is now the world's biggest genre genre of music now i will say this um there are things like there are things like like uh, K-pop, which is big now here in the States, which my daughter is a big fan of. Um, and people don't seem to understand that even though that's becoming big, you still have very big popular music and all that other stuff. Hip-hop is running it right now. So, like I said, starting next week, I will be running down my uh my 50 greatest hip hop songs now i want people to understand something this is the 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 the, the difference between everybody else's list and my list everybody else's list you want they want you to take as gospel i mine is subjective and it's to me it is for me 
and me only. It is for me, it is what I prefer in hip-hop songs. It is what I prefer as my own personal being. And I want people to understand, it is to start conversation or to maybe introduce you to something that you may not have been listening. You may have not introduced your ears to something different. Because, like I said, even though I don't listen to today's hip-hop music, there are still some songs today that I love because they remind me more of today's hip-hop, of the of yesterday's hip-hop, excuse me. So, with that being said, let me give you my honorable mentions for to my 50 greatest hip-hop songs ever. So, let's start with the first song. The first song is a very recent song came out, I believe, last year. It is one of, it is a song that I that I go to when I want an ear for something that came out today. It is called Johnny Peace Caddy. It is by Benny the Butcher featuring J. Cole. It is produced by The Alchemist, who is big for producing, and he'll come up more on this list because he's produced some of my favorite songs. He'll come up more on my 50 greatest list, but this song is so much like yesterday's hip-hop. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Benny the Butcher. As an artist, I think he's great. He's from the Griselda crew. They're from Buffalo, New York. As everybody knows, I am a big New Yorker. But it's not particularly his verse that makes this song spectacular. His verse is great. Don't get me wrong. But it is the verse of J. Cole that does it for me. So, without further ado, here is a clip of Johnny P's K. It's the butcher, nigga. Yeah. Cold fucking world. Griselda shit, know what I mean? Know what it is, nigga. When I show up. On the night I was born, the rain was pouring, God was crying, lightning struck, power outage, sparks was flying, the real ones here, the young boy that walked with lions, around the outlines of chalk where the corpse is lying, of course I'm trying to revive a sport that's dying, but the guns and the drug bars that y'all are lying, got these nerves thinking that you niggas hard as iron, but that just mean I ain't as comfortable as y'all with lying, stretching the truth, no I never stress in the booth, they feel the pressure me, I feel like I just left them a suit. Now, of course, like I said, I can only play but so much of the song because, you know, copyright infringements, and I'm not trying to get too many copyright strikes, or they will definitely, definitely come get me, and we don't want that. But I, I did, I, I, I am telling everybody that I did send a, a DM to Swiss Beats, even if he doesn't check his DMs. I did see him send one to Swiss Beats. And I did say, yo, you should talk to these labels, at least for this year, with this being the 50th anniversary of hip-hop, that with people wanting, a lot of 
podcasters and all that. They're, they're going to want to come and do something like this. So we shouldn't get copyright strikes just for that. And unfortunately, I ain't getting no response. But, you know, I did did, did my thing. I, I did what I could. I did what I could. So let's go on to the next song. So the next song is an older song. It's by Big Daddy King. It's called Smooth Operator. Love this song. It is produced by Big Daddy Kane himself. And a lot of people don't understand that Jay-Z, who is, to me, the second greatest rapper of all time, Big is the greatest, Notorious B.I.G. is my favorite greatest rapper of all time. Again, that's going to be selective to some people, but I don't give a fuck. Um, Jay-Z lists him as one of his biggest influences. Matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, he... Jay went on tour with Big Daddy King. And the reason this song makes it is because it has, it is so smooth. Somebody used to, somebody told me one time that I have a way with words when it comes to talking to people. And I'm like, I I really don't. But this particular song, uh, yeah, you would think he has a way of wor- way with words with talking to the ladies. And the song is so fire that not only is it smooth enough for the ladies, but the, it's, sm- it's not so smooth with his rhymes that he could get, that the, fe- that the fellas won't like, love this song. So, again, here's a clip of Big Daddy Kane, Smooth Operator. Excuse me, take a few minutes to mellow out. Big Daddy Kane is on the mic and I'ma tell about a minimum limp of rhymes with strength and power. So listen to the man of the hour. Flow and go to a slow tempo and you know, sing ho, swing low, then yo, the show will go on. As I perform, transforming on stage like a Decepticon. But I'm not animated like a cartoon, I'm for real, shooting lyrics like a harpoon. Across the crowd, the listeners and spectators, so let's groove with the smooth operator. Cause I'm so smooth. Now, if anybody is as well versed in hip hop as I am, then you know that that beat comes from. The Mary Jane Girls, um, all night long, which I think will come up a cu- uh, another time in my list. I have to remember, but I have the list already made out. Um, but then it's also got the sample of Marvin Gaye, sexual healing, going through the hook. The song is well put together. The rhymes are tight. Again, I wish it was one of those songs that could make the list, but there's so many songs that make this that have made this list, and there's so many songs that I had to keep out of the list that I'm sorry this didn't make the list, but unfortunately, you know, that's just the way the cookie crumbled. But again, I love this song. It's one of my favorites. It is a go-to. It's in 
it's in my playlist. So definitely, definitely go. So next song. Is an old is a song that's not so old, but it is you know it's it's the '90s, and of course anybody who knows me knows I love '90s hip hop. That's the go- that's the second golden age of hip hop, as most people would will 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 attest to. So the song is called "Going Home with Me." It's by Jermaine Dupri featuring ROC and Keith Sweat. Why I like this song, it's a club type song. I want people to understand that it gives you, a if you listen to what's going on in the song, if you listen to the whole song and listen to what's going on in the song, it gives you a depiction of what actually actually goes on in the club a lot of times. It gives me that feel, Keith Sweat begging on the song doesn't hurt because it's like he's begging a female on the song, so it doesn't hurt too much. So, it, it, you know, it gives you that feel. So, here's a clip of Going Home With Me, Jermaine Dupree featuring ROC and Keith Sweat. Yo, Rock, I really knocked the boost on these two big buff females last night. <laughs> now I'm on my way back to 112 to find two more freaks. I'm feeling that. <laughs> I'm the type you see at the bar, fresh, fine it up. And every girl I talk to, yeah, I'm trying to cut. I tell them all I'm cheat cheat, and it's nice to meet you. Real quick, I tell her how she got all the right features. The jams come on, and the glasses get refilled. We dance and watch the relations build. Now I'm all up in her ear, and she listening. At the same time, watching the high nigga glistening. Bling, bling, I'm thinking it's about time to go. Get the B out of valley and start the late night show. Niggas hate, I know, but I don't stop. I shine, I'm in the club, hey, we. Same Play, same time, same thing on the mind. Party, party, so the hell with all that. I'm trying to find somebody, the right kind, before the lights come on. Shit, I'm trying to take something home. Now, if I buy you a drink and you drink it up, then uh, you go going home with me. And on my nigga, you say, talking at the party and we talk too much. Then uh, you go going home with me. Yeah. Now, if you came with a friend that don't want to do my man, then you need to give her your keys. Tell her to call you tomorrow or give you a beat. Now, you see that? If you listen to just what he was saying, it gives you probably a depiction of what goes on in the club. If anybody's ever been to a club, and I mean a real club, like he was in 112, he was talking about 112, which is in Atlanta. Any of the clubs that you've ever been to, you know, especially the ladies, God pull up on you. This is what it... Hey, what he said is what happens. Real talk. That, that, that's what happens. So it has that vibe. It gives me that feel. And I, I, I just love that song. It's produced by Jermaine Dupree, who produces most of his own stuff because he is a spectacular producer. He will end up on the list again a few times. Because he has a few songs that I love that much and that I will, you know, that will it will come up 
on the on the list more. So yeah, that song, that was my joint. That's one of my favorite joints. So on to the next song. Another older song that most youngins have no idea what this is, but it's an old, it's still an older song. Rest in peace to the artist. It's Vapors by Bismarcky, produced by Molly Maul, who again will end up on the list again at some point. This song is hilarious. And Bismarcky will end up on the list again as well. Because I had to choose between this and another song that he did. And the other song I just love more than I love more than this song, which doesn't is not uh indictment against this song. It's just this song I don't love as much as that song, but it's still in my playlist. But it is a, a hilarious song. It's a storytelling type song. And it is what it is with this song. So here is a clip of, hold on, cue it up. There it goes. A clip of Bismarcky and the Vapors. Radio TV and even the press say what's the meaning of V-A-P-O-R-S. The meaning of this word without no doubt means nobody want to beat that one you're down and out. Now when you're established and got a lot of money, everybody want to be your buddy and honey. Like tall builders, they call skyscrapers. And you feel it. Nothing can save you, but this is the season of catching the vapors. And since I got time, what I'm going to do is tell you how they spread it throughout my crew. Well, you all know T.J. Swan, who sang on my records. Make the music, nobody beats the biz, well, check it. Back in the days before this began, he used to try to talk to this girl named Fran. The type of female with fly Gucci wear, with big truck jewelry and extensions in her hair. When Swan tried to kick it, she always best talking about, baby, please, you work for UPS. Since he wasn't no type of big drug dealer, my man CJ Swan didn't appeal to her. But now he trucks golden with fly belly boots, rough leather fashion and tough silk suits. Now she stopped fronting and wants to speak and be coming to all the shows every single weekend. To get his people number, she be begging, please. Dying for the day to get skis. She caught the papers. So as you can see, there's my there's Bismarcky the Vapors. I love that song. Uh, again, it didn't make the list, but it the, he has he has you know he has another song on here that on the list that I like more. But yeah, he, he, it was hilarious. This song is hilarious. He's funny. Biz always been funny. Anybody that knows anything about Bismarcky? So he. He definitely makes the list. Rest in peace, Biz. So now we'll get to my last honorable mention. So here we go. Now people know I am a New York hip hop head to the to the to the fullest. And when it comes to hip hop for me, it always depicts the grit, the grind of the streets, the hustle. The things that we do, that we did everything, was always a, 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 
story of what not to do, but it was always a show of lyrical prowess where it comes to New York hip-hop for me. So the last song is kind of, kind of that I'm going to leave off on, kind of epitomizes hip-hop for me in the 90s and as to why things, that, that, that grit and grimy New York type of sound it is Memphis Bleak, Mind Right. This epitomizes how I feel, and it also has the, the double whammy of having DJ Clue, one of the biggest, most pop, even now, popular DJs around. Everybody knows the mixtapes and all that with DJ Clue. If you don't, you need to go and visit your hip-hop history because He's one of those that we've always had the DJ, but he's pioneered the DJ game, the mixtapes that made artists like Lil Wayne popular and stuff like that. So for my last song on my honorable mentions, here's a clip of mine, right? I love this song. It is produced by Damon Dash. Anybody knows Dame, Rockefeller for Life, all that. But this song, I just, it just, it is grit and grimy New York, and it has, like I said, my man DJ Clue on it. So here is a clip of Memphis Bleak, Mind Right. DJ Clue, DJ Clue, New Memphis Bleak, Understand what this guy is about. And there goes that. That's Memph Bleak is, again, produced by Dame Dash. That, the beat is phenomenal. The rhymes are phenomenal. That, I, I wish Memph had made it big. Maybe not as big as Jay, but guess what? He, he ain't hurting for no money. Jay ain't hurting for no money. Bleak is a phenomenal rapper. And I feel like that song was spectacular. It's one of my favorites, and it is what it is. All right, so there goes my five honorable mentions. Next week, we will get into the list. Uh, I'm still trying to figure, should I do 10 songs that will run through uh, all of the month of 
February, or should I just do five songs a week and let it be a 10-week run? So I'm going to figure that out. But you will know soon enough. You will all know soon enough. Uh, I got some other things planned when I go through this. Uh, there will be a poll up because next week I am going to, uh, along with the list being started, I believe I'm going to review uh, a black movie. And I'm probably going to do one every month in the month of February. And I'm probably going to, you know, give black history a black history lesson. I mean, we all know about certain people. I'm going to try to uh, give a lesson on more unknown, important black figures in, in American history in our black history that people should 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 know more about our young people and all that but show's over i had a great time i talked my talk i said what i had to say again i'm going to say this whether the people agree with me or not this is my opinion you may have another opinion but you're always willing to share it and you know how to do that where it comes to sharing your opinion once again, you can find me at so what you saying five at gmail.com. That's S O W T U S A Y I N five at gmail.com. Find me on Facebook at So What You Saying. Find me on Instagram, So What You Saying. Find us on Twitch, So What You Saying. And if all else fails, find us, find, look up my link tree, So What You Saying. I want to thank everybody who watched and joined. I'm looking forward to next week. I'm looking forward to having your eyes and ears next week. So once again, everybody stay safe. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. Enjoy it. Enjoy the rest of your work week. And I will see you. I will actually see you next Friday. So I will see y'all all next Friday. Have a good one.